Welcome back, everybody, to Podcast with a Cake. Uh, another new group of people today, so let's go around, introduce yourselves, and say hello. Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Sienna. Hi, I'm Miss McKay from Marketing. Hi, I'm Heather. Hi, I'm Maria. Well, that's a new introduction to everybody. Hello, welcome. Um, we'll dive straight in. We have some uh, fantastic brownies, homemade, which um, I think will probably get very high marks at the end of the show. But um, today we're talking about if you were Prime Minister for a day, which is um, a day's not a lot with so much to sort out. But in terms of what would you do with your day in office? What's your top priority? Mm. Uh, I feel like there's two ways you could go. You could go quite serious, but if I was like going on a, you know, more relaxed level, I said um, I'd probably make Gossip Girl. Have you heard of Gossip Girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd make it like an infinite series. Like there's just always new episodes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah. And everyone would have to watch it. Fair enough. Yeah. Um and yeah, we also talked about making A levels three years instead of two. Yeah, because there's not enough time. Why is that? So that you can have a year per A level. That isn't that is how much time you need. I think. Yeah, definitely. Mm. What else? Interesting evolution then. Yeah, put put that forward. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? What would you do? Um, um, like if you're going quite serious, you could say like about free school meals. Because there's obviously quite a lot of um, I agree with that. campaigns about that. So maybe introduce free school meals for all children in poverty. That's quite a serious yeah. switch from gossip. Bit of a step <laughs> from mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, echoing on to that one as well. I was saying that I think uh, early childhood development is so important as well with kids. And there should be so much more support out there to get more kids in nursery mm. Mm. and get them just you know definitely learning through play it's the best thing to do yeah, yeah. so that'd be one of mine i've got a good one as well i've got i think more mental health support in schools yeah yeah definitely totally. I think that's really really important and there's not enough out there for young people with mental mm. health i think also for young children keeping the learning through play thing going a bit longer and kind of leaving testing and more formal education yeah. <clears throat> maybe until kind of the age of six or seven rather than yeah, introducing it so early yeah. I'll tell you what I had down, I thought for you, Laura, you were going to go that um, RuPaul's Drag Race would be compulsory <laughs> that was viewing my next on all channels. One. How did you know? <laughs> Has everyone seen RuPaul's Drag Race? No, I've yeah. not actually. No. I've seen it. It's really very it. funny. I think, yeah. I think Gossip Girl, RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh, and maybe boat, make they? it compulsory to listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, maybe so. just have it like yeah. on a loop in the background <laughs> of your life. Just forever. Yeah, that's the soundtrack to everyone's life. I think yeah. you're going to storm into Parliament with this manifesto, I must say. I think it's, I think it's yeah. a winner. I think they're going to be solved straight Pretty away. Thanks to everyone all. How do you, um, like people of your age and kind of generation, view politics, particularly at the moment? Um, I think we're all a lot more interested in politics than people think we actually are. And I mm. think especially our age mm. group, because a lot of us are turning 18 and we're going to be voting in the next general election. Um, and I think it's quite interesting to learn about it and it's all like all over social media as well yeah I yeah. think definitely social media has influenced how much people know about politics but also maybe <coughs> influence people's political decisions mm. a bit maybe but also I feel like I think I find it so overwhelming like there's so much mm. to yeah. know and I feel like the society that we live in today is 
not woke because I don't want to like say that that's a bad thing but you know I think sometimes a lot of people yeah um and I'm worried that I'm going to say the wrong thing because there's Mm -hmm. so much to know do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um so maybe if I was prime minister for a day to go back to that and make (laughs) politics compulsory lesson for everyone yeah um because I think I'd appreciate that like the fact it's only offered at IB we learned thing. about it make we it a level for the abics lesson in like year eight in our skills for life but we were literally like 12 and yeah didn't we don't not know anything yeah, yeah I, know. I feel like i wouldn't be i don't wouldn't feel that comfortable in voting like i'd want to like exercise my right to vote but i don't feel that i know enough yeah to actually to make, make a decision, decision on which True. political party i would choose to support because i don't feel like i could support any of them right now. i think the whole country faced that when brexit had to be yeah. voted on mm. and the, the problem i think the country faced was no one really knew who to believe yeah and where the evidence was that being out of europe or in europe was better for the country now Mm. that then came down to who you believed as a i suppose as a process and in many ways that's i suppose how you uh, decide who to vote for a general election but I think you make some really good points about the introduction of politics or the understanding of politics because does a does everyone like around here understand um, how inflation affects the world? How um, you know things like that? <laughs> See yeah. how much I know about. Politics. I think um, I understand it on a very general level, yeah. but I wouldn't I be able to like let's say how my parents understand yeah. it. I'd never be able to like have a conversation and sustain. we're really lucky that you know we're still young and we yeah. don't pay taxes or whatever but i think when you're older and you have to learn about it and also I mean? politicians use a lot of language that like we the just ordinary don't person just would yeah. not understand so you don't really know what you're voting for so it kind of needs breaking down yeah it? definitely it needs, it needs to be understood and again come back to the brexit thing people voted on something that affected your generation more than the generation of people who were voting yeah. for mm-hmm. yeah, yeah definitely. definitely and that's quite dangerous in a way yeah. particularly when you don't know what you're kind of voting for no. or, or the real yeah. real scope of stuff so developing that and understanding that i think is a really mm. important way forward if we could ever do that and i don't know whether we could have something within schools that enables people from an earlier age just get a general understanding so by the time you're 18 you're much more versed in what you're kind of you know voting for yeah yeah i definitely agree with and that. i think a lot of people's political opinion does kind of just stem from what their parents believe in yeah it. i agree because yeah. if you grow up with something you're likely to believe it but yeah I, I have a personal reference to that I, I won't say which side my family voted <laughs> but there was an occasion where i kind of went back to them and said Look, i can't i can't vote for this party i'm going to vote for the other party and I thought they were going to chuck me out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's very kind of family oriented. Mm. But yeah, it does yeah. have a... How relatable are politicians these days to, again, people of your age? Not at all. No, I think it depends on the politician. Think, yeah, there, are, there are some yeah. younger politicians um, and female politicians, oh, that's but true. they're not representative of kind of the under 30s massively yeah Yeah. um which particularly is that's the generation that are often very affected by political policies in terms of the economy and like the property market and all of those Mm. kind of things is interesting and they also don't make an effort to like get to make us like understand what's going on around us either because i don't think they understand that like we're the future generation are going to vote for them and I think mm, a lot yeah, of exactly. like so our generation might not vote because they don't actually know what's yeah. right or yeah. wrong. 
And I feel like just, politicians oh. try and become like known. Like, for example, Matt Hancock when I'm a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's gone on there and now everyone like knows his character more than just him as a politician. But actually, is that the best thing to yeah, do? Yeah, they're just trying mm. to great gain popularity. Yeah, but it's not it's always like, the best, especially yeah. with his reputation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think politicians are honest? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think a lot of the time they'll do what they have to do to make themselves get to the position that they want to get to. Yeah. And whether that actually is their true beliefs or not, like they'll just do what they have to do. So I don't think they are honest. Or I they may the also time. believe in what they're saying really strongly. It just doesn't necessarily yeah. Yeah. resonate with I think they lie all the time. <laughs> but also like with COVID, regardless of what your political beliefs are like no one knew no one could have predicted yeah, what no could one have happened what same with happen. like inflation everything yeah so i do get it's a really really hard task but there's better ways with dealing mm. with it than they did i think yeah so but Howard, sorry that's fine i was just gonna say i think i'm not sticking up for any party but i'm i think like you said in a situation like that where no one knows what's going to happen whatever you say some people are not going to like it. Yeah, and I with, think that's that comes with any job. With the like, benefit yeah. of hindsight as well, we can say, oh, with COVID, we would have done this, we would have done that. But actually, at the time, yeah. mm-hmm. we had like no one had any idea of what it would be like. So mm. I don't think actually in that situation, they necessarily did like a bad job. No, Maybe it wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah, transparency. Yeah, definitely. and not yeah. the parties that they had. Oh yeah, during COVID. obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was that. <laughs> <laughs> So, kind of being prime minister for a day, mm. how do you make yourself more relatable to the younger generation? How do you bring kind of politics, not maybe in the like real heavy sense, but how do you make it that you know you're listened to or you're understood or you're being spoken to as a prime minister to people of your age? Because it feels as if there's a gap, right? It feels mm-hmm. now. Even yeah. like Rishi's new in. I think we've had so many prime ministers, you get kind of confused who's in office today. But, you know, does he, as a kind of politician, or did Liz Truss or Boris Johnson or whoever went before them, kind of reach out to you in a way that you thought, okay, you're, you're kind of on my side? No. Not, really. Not really. No, the only thing is Liz Truss does like Taylor Swift. So <laughs> arguably. Oh, she should have no, stayed but longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, do they have, this is a stupid question, but do they, they don't have social media, do they? They have social media accounts, but they're not run by them, I'm pretty sure. Maybe they should yeah, like yeah. use them to bridge the gap because I think that yeah. would also, be a really good tool because basically every teenager nowadays is on social mm, media yeah. and if they're exposed to it more. With Boris Johnson, I'm pretty sure. Do you guys know who Alex is off Love Island? Yeah. Which he like met Montana's I'm <laughs> sorry. No, he, like, he set up like Dr. a massive Alex. like oh, mental health yeah, campaign yeah, yeah, yeah. for like yeah. his brother, children in yeah. school, and he yeah. did a lot for mental health. And I think sometimes it's nice to see like a familiar um, face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Marcus Rashford. Like we know those people. You know, yeah, politics. Very is actually quite a powerful thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So going back to their like the politicians with social media accounts, absolutely great. It's relatable <laughs> because most people have got those accounts. But coming back to what the point you made earlier about for the fear of saying the wrong word yeah one word out of line yeah. and it, it seems as if the media just try and mm. kind of dissect and destroy whoever they can and kind of knock them out of the park yeah. so it's yeah. a difficult balance for a politician yeah, these days in this day and age it's a big thing in yeah. Our yeah. Yeah. it is it's so big and also like people might be like yeah to hide behind a screen and just 
to attack yeah, exactly. someone. But you're going to say hide behind a bush <laughs> and say or something like in real life. <laughs> um, some politicians would have done that, but. Um, <laughs> One final question, right, to wrap it all up, because you wouldn't believe it, we're already, already almost through the episode. Um, 15, 20 years, right, mm. one of you five around the table will be Prime Minister. Mm. I've just got this feeling, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's going to be the biggest political issue of the day? What's the most important thing Ooh. that, what do you feel really passionate about now that the politicians aren't really addressing at this moment in time? I think mental health services. I think <coughs> mental health is such like a growing issue. Yeah. And I don't think it's dealt with Taken effectively by, like, the NHS, I don't think, has enough resources to properly mm-hmm. deal with the growing demand. And I think that will be something that will have to be addressed because mm. it's just such a problem. I think also just in general address the NHS's resources. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. such, like, it's amazing. It is amazing, but it's badly it's so managed. It's so badly managed. Yeah. Which yeah. has knock-on social impact. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and also that links to mental health because like if you're ill and you're not getting the treatment that you need, that can really or like you're put on a waiting list for like yeah years, years. and it's like so you need you need the help, help. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of people can't afford to get private therapy or whatever. Like it, it needs to be something that's provided by the government when it's such a big issue in mm-hmm. society. Mm-hmm. And I think may, unless you go through it yourself or know someone closely that's gone through really bad mental health and you don't take it seriously enough because it's not. Impacting yeah. you, yeah. yeah, and it's just always ever changing as well. Exactly. Like it's no, been it the is. same way for ages. In ten or fifteen years, it's going to change even more. Exactly. So yeah. They need to start mm. now by doing yeah. that. Yeah, they definitely. So in ten or fifteen years, when we're prime minister, we'll yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you've heard it here first, uh, politicians. <laughs> that's that's the agenda we're we're going for. So. Um, final thing as our closure to every episode the uh, cake for today was a gluten-free brownie um yeah gluten-free oh yeah we're health kicks we are um uh, what do you reckon out of 10 10 out of 10 10. 10. absolutely gorgeous it was so good well yeah yeah well done thank you very much and we'll see you again soon thank you thank you Bye. bye